Hello and welcome back to another episode of You Want to Do What with Dan and Julie. Today we've got Shiraz on, who is a dentist. Hi Shiraz. Hello guys, how are you doing? Yeah, well thanks. Good, glad it's a Thursday. Same here. Thursday (laughs) is my Friday, so I'm delighted. Oh, winning, absolute result. Um, So should we jump straight in then? What is it that you actually do, Shiraz? Uh, So uh, for those that are listening, my name's Shiraz Khan. Uh, I'm a dental surgeon that works in the heart of London. Um, I qualified in 2013 um, from the University of Birmingham. And uh, yeah, it's uh, it's not one of those professions that you kind of go into and decide to sidestep into accounting. It's pretty much your <laughs> sort of lifelong choice. If you're going to do, you train to do teeth, that's pretty much all you're any, well, half good at anyway. So um, yeah, that's that was my... That's what I do. So, so why did you go into it? Um, really good question. Uh, so um, I'm from a really working class background. So my father works at the, at the airport. Um, he's worked with various airlines, which is in, in a whole area of disarray at the moment. So hopefully he remains in his job for a while. But, you know, he, they've worked really, really hard to get me and my brother and my sister through education. So um, we had this... How can you say pressure or or ambition is better? Ambition to to seek further education, which wasn't available to to uh, my parents. And what had happened was we'd obviously decided that, oh well, I decided that something healthcare and science related was what I enjoyed. They're also the subject that I was quite good at at school, but also so clear on what that would be. So I don't know if you've heard this stigma before, but Asian parents being Asian parents, but I do meds be a doctor. It's, yeah. it's quite, a, it's quite a common theme in, uh, in my, uh, in my, in my subgroup. But and I, and I was, you know, kind of struck by the idea. Got the grades at A level. When I applied through, through, you know, normal UCAS, I didn't get in. Oh really? So yeah, yeah, yeah I didn't get in. So I was like, all right, fine. Take you on the chin. I'll tell you what. I'll go and do medical science, which is like a bachelor degree. <laughs> and they often say to you, don't they, that one, one door closes and another opens. Mm. So I finished my bachelor's degree and then sat down and probably had a bit more um, confidence to say to my parents, I know what you aspire for me to do. Just leave it with me. I'll choose something professional. Um, and then I had a decision to make whether I was going to go through um, PhD work, lab-based research work, into sales with people like GSK, which I had a job before, or whether I was going to go back and study and do medicine or something of that variant. So I did various working experiences, medicine, dentistry, um, optometry, physio. And the one that stuck out to me was dentistry, simply because you can change people's lives with such a a happy emotion, a smile, right? Mm, And, you know, the day that you qualify, the next day that you go and see someone, Treating exactly what you train to do, whereas with medicine, like with you qualifying, you will be a heart surgeon. I mean, that's another 20 years before you're going to be the heart surgeon. Mm. So, for me, being able to qualify and do what you were trained to do and be manually dexterous was really important. After your bachelor's degree, what did you have to go back into university to study to become a dentist, or were you able to go straight into a dentistry and start practicing? No, no, no. You did have to go to another, go through another degree. So, I did my three year bachelor's, sitting there thinking, you know, as you finish in your first degree, you're like, yeah, yeah, yeah. 
I know it. I get it. I get it. No, you don't. Like <laughs> you so do, you so don't. Um, and then I, um, I incidentally, I took a year out between the two degrees. Um, I learned how to speak a bit Korean because I wanted to go teach uh, English as a foreign language in Korea for South Korea, obviously, um, for, <laughs> for 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 a couple of months. Um, so I did have to go back, and then I had to do another five-year program, which was which was uh, dentistry. Mm. so so after you you'd completed that and you you were qualified as a dentist how did you get started in the industry so it's so there's a relatively well-versed pathway which is called your dental foundation training the best way to explain it is it's almost an apprenticeship in the sense that you will um practices uh open up their practice their patients to allow freshly qualified graduates to, to treat patients under their supervision mm. um so in essence you've got an, a fully qualified dentist that's looking after you um that has a lot of relative benefits and a lot of pitfalls because obviously your um habits or aspirations that you might have are quite heavily influenced by the type of person you're working with Mm. Of course, as you know, in any industry, there are some aspirationals, there's some that are just lazy, <laughs> there's some that just have certain outcomes that they want to achieve. So yeah, it's, it's very touch and go. But by and large, that's a very well-versed training pathway. And I think there's something in the region of about 1,970, I think, 990 dentists qualify each year. They go through this national selection process to get awarded a place to do what's called the Dental Foundation Training. How do dentist um, practices actually work? Obviously, for doctors and um, GPs, they're governed by the NHS. But obviously, for dentists, it's not the NHS doesn't fund it all. So, are they like private um, place um, private practices that then take money from the NHS to support them? How, how does that sort of work? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, the National Health Service. So, first things first. Thank you, NHS, right, for all your hard Absolutely, work yeah, 100%. Yeah. Um, they've been absolutely inspirational and, and a huge, a huge uh, cornerstone to the UK's success in getting through this. Um, the, in dentistry specifically, the way the NHS works is the, the National Health Service will give um, dental contracts to dental practices, okay? So what that means is they will say, okay, is x amount of money and you will treat on average this many cases with that money now that amount is a cat is accounted for by previous years experience or whatever but that heavily subsidizes the fees that the patients have to pay so for example on the nhs you might pay only 55 pounds for a filling material whereas in, a, in the normal cost of something like that might be 120 pounds if that makes sense yeah um so then the other side of the coin is obviously there are private clinics which don't have any governmental backing or support because quite frankly there isn't indelible funds or you know insurmountable amounts of money that can just fund any practice that wish to start up mm. so private practices also do exist that don't have any affiliation with any nhs contracts mm. so for you once you once you're in there once you're practicing as a dentist what's an average day like um I'll tell you what, it's changed over the last year and a half, two years, mm. um, particularly over the last year. An average day will be 
a couple of patients that you see for a routine assessment, see what, you know, catch up, see how they're doing, see their, how their teeth are doing, do they have any concerns? There'll usually be a medio, medio in case, which is perhaps I'm doing a lot more. I work in central London on a street called Wimpole Street. Um, so we're doing what are called full mouth rehabilitations, which basically means um, basically means rebuilding everything from scratch. Wow. So um, anyone that's obviously listening, considering a career in healthcare or, or dentistry, um, the education doesn't stop, you know. Um, something that you will hear the word thrown about quite a lot is called CPD, Continuous Professional Development. Um, and as a dentist, you're or dental professional in general, you're required to demonstrate your continuous professional development over your years. And a big part of that for me was I did a master's in what's called restorative dentistry, which basically means how to rebuild things when they've broken down and, and more advanced type work. The medical sector is obviously um, constantly evolving and innovative things coming through. And like you said earlier, um, dentistry is, you know, quite a, quite a powerful um aspect of our lives is obviously the smile is you know everyone wants a good smile how, how in the time you've been there have you seen the dentistry practice actually develop yeah i mean i think one thing that's i mean i can't give you uh the most insightful um response because i'm sure those that have been practicing since the 90s or 80s or even 70s probably see a much greater difference but one thing that i'm aware of even having only qualified in 2013 is people's awareness has gone up and because of the the sort of boom of the social media um, era people's aspirations sometimes are a little bit false so they'll be like oh I want to look like this it's like and, and it's like a 58 year old man for example and he shows me like a 16 year old 16 year old girl's teeth and it's like uh I don't really know how to explain it that mm -hmm. won't fit um, so I think there's been a slight disproportionation of, of uh, uh, your aspiration of what you want to achieve because of this social media generation. Um, but also, I think there's just so much more information available, isn't there? I mean, I, I, I make a joke about it. Dr. Google knows best, right? So yeah. <laughs> um, a lot of people would jump on. I mean, I'm guilty of it myself. If you've got something going on you're not aware of, um, you'll type it into Google and that dreaded five-letter word will always come up no matter what it is. Um, he always says, so, I'm dying. If I've got a yeah, cold or something, you type it in and you've, you've exactly got two it. hours to live. <laughs> yes. And then a countdown starts on your screen. Like, oh, amazing. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, what's going on here, boys? Anyway. But speaking of social media, you've built quite a presence for yourself on sort of Instagram and social media. How did you go about sort of starting that and why did you decide to do it? Yeah, I mean, do you know, because I've, I've been asked this quite a lot, even within the dental sector. And um, it's quite funny because, frankly, I would say that I'm just my generation, as in of, of this era, a lot of people are just on social media anyway. So, you know, you get all these fancy courses or seminars about how you need to grow organic and this and whatever. This is how you get a follow it's all a bit it's all a bit tosh really because now it started to become a manufactured thing whereas actually before i was just posting what i was up to what my life was and people just seemed to take an interest in that at the time um so yeah of course i'd done research into you know how to interact with with 
followers, how to, um, you know, optimize tagging and, and sharing, doing paid promotion posts with, and establishing business partners and, and all of that kind of stuff. Um, but I think for me, it was kind of a relatively, uh, it was just a relatively normal step. Whereas it seems like it's a bit more of a big deal now because there are those that are really into do, so. do you think it's helped you um, maybe establish a bit more of a network within the industry, having that presence? Um, that's, a, that's, a, that's a great question because I wouldn't say, okay, so I don't think it necessarily has bought me more patience, per se, right? So in terms of direct access to me, I don't think that's changed hugely, if at all. Um, has it increased the awareness within the industry? Yes, probably, because if I was to take a, a slice of my following, a lot of the people would probably be somewhere between 16 and 30 um, who are probably in a dental healthcare profession. Um, and that makes up the majority of my followers. So yes, maybe within the profession, but not necessarily for patients, if that makes sense. But that's again, because I didn't tailor what I was trying to do towards patients, if that makes sense. I wasn't trying to be a port of call for people to get you know, advice on the whatever. Yeah, it's sort of the way you mentioned that you were just all already on there and you were already using social media and, and we had a little look through and some of the things you've done and um, we found your, your break dancing. Do you want to tell us a little bit about that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so breaking is, is obviously part of the Olympics for 2024, I'm sure you guys know. Um, and um, it's something that I've been doing from since 2007 um and you know what you were talking about you know i, I was at a seminar it was last year now but i was at a seminar about someone telling people about how you could stand out and and all of this stuff and blah 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 and you need to be individual and unique you know you hear all these common cliche things mm. and i was like the most common the, the easiest way to be unique is just be you and, you know, at the beginning, I was like, oh, I'm doing dentistry. I don't know how it's going to be seen. Maybe people will frown on it, blah, blah, blah. I just said to myself, you know what? This is who I am. And this is what I'm interested in. Yeah, it's probably a bit outlandish for some. But I'll tell you what, I bloody enjoy it, right? Yeah, it's language. Cool. I really, really enjoy it. Yeah, exactly. So um, I've been competing since about 2000 and 2007. Um, and, yeah, I share it. I, I've travelled to some really wonderful locations seen seen little towns in in areas that you wouldn't even know exist hmm. um through a completely different vein because obviously dentistry vein is is obviously significantly different mm. um and it's if i was going to be honest it's something you know we all need a physical outlet to keep the endorphins up to keep yourself fit and whatever but i'll tell you something it's something that really keeps you level pegging mm. because when you become and, you know, this is a completely sincere note to all those that are striving to succeed or be successful. The more you try and aspire to be as good as you can be, the more you'll find yourself around with individuals that are also equally high achieving or achieving as you are. 100%. And you start, you start losing touch with reality and what's, what's normal and, and what other people go through and, and how fortunate and privileged we are. Mm. To, to be in the positions that we are and actually when i get onto the dance floor with uh, in a competition i could be facing uh, a 10 year old i could be facing a painter 
I could be facing a policeman. I could be facing a barber. It wouldn't make a difference. There is no, you know, just rights or height of society involved. It's purely about you bring your skills to the floor. Whoever wins, wins. Um, mm. with, no, with no ego involved. Um, mm. So in that way, I have to say I'm very, very fond of it because, like I said, when you're achieving for whatever achievements, you know, that you're striving for, sometimes you lose touch. And it's quite nice to put yourself back into, well, actually, these are all my people still, right? No, absolutely. Um, obviously, the dentistry, I can imagine, is a fairly high-pressure job. You've got lots of people coming through and obviously dealing with customers in, in a different way. How important for you is it having that breaking outlet for your mental health in this industry? Oh, man, I mean, it's in, in, incredible. So I'm not sure how much you know about this stuff, but... Um, um, one of the highest suicide rates, broken marriages rates, um, alcohol abuse rates is dentistry, right? Really? And yeah, yeah, yeah. You wouldn't believe it. You wouldn't believe it. And the reason is, is because you're dealing with such a high pressure area. Things can go wrong quite readily. Um, and there's a financial element to running a business at the same time. If you're working within, like solely within the NHS in a hospital environment, you get paid a salary and that's that. When there's an exchange of money involved, automatically there's an expectation. Automatically there's an expectation. Mm. Um, and that pressure can be really, really demanding. And having yeah. something that is totally off-piste from all of those things has been this probably biggest component as well as faith um, to why I feel like I have succeeded in trying to you know, push my career forwards. I'm still yeah. not quite there. I've still got a long way to go in this game. But I'm very, very, very happy with the achievements that have been made up until now. So, yeah. Awesome. Thank you. For you're obviously still uh, working on your career and you're doing very well. What personality traits would you say you've seen yourself that have helped you get here? Um, one that's completely applicable to breaking and to dentistry: tenacity. <laughs> tenacity. Um, you know what? When you get hit down, you need to be able to get up and say, "Shrug it off." All right, cool. We didn't go my way. I'll get it another day. Or what did I learn from it? That's the most important thing. I think, you know, we're all, we're all critical of ourselves, aren't we? All the time. We're all critical of, you know, what we want to achieve, what we should achieve, where we should be in our lives, where we should, what we should be doing and, and whatever. But if things don't go your way, I think it's about being um, humble enough mm. to say to yourself, you know what? It wasn't my day today. How can I learn from that? How can I avoid that happening again? critical appraisal reflect on what's happened imp implement a change for that to not happen again and that tenacity to not get down every time is is absolutely critical 100 percent. and and for you what would be some of the biggest positives and opportunities you've had out of the i think there's there's quite a few dentistry is a hugely stressful but rewarding career in the sense of well first off um we're really really lucky to be in, in in a profession where it's going to be remain stable irrespective of whatever crisis happens um you know dentistry will always be required on a, on, a, on a more personal note you know being able to get someone out of pain or be able to restore someone's confidence in a smile is such a daily blessing that i can't i can't i can't explain and, and something that you don't necessarily value when you first qualify you just i mean you, you go through all this academic rigor you don't really know what it is you're you're necessarily going to be achieving at the end. And when you start giving people confidence again, you know, people are extremely fearful 
of the dentist and uh, no one likes going to the dentist. It's not a secret. Um, but, you know, once they're, once they've reestablished confidence and they trust you, I mean, it's a hugely gratifying thing in itself. Um, other great things are the fact that I've been able to pursue further master's qualifications and, and really excel and, and push myself in terms of my knowledge and, and, and education. But also I've been very, very fortunate to have been invited all around the world to present my work, present on lectures and give training to other dentists in various different countries. Um, so there's been a lot of it, a lot that I can say that I'm, I'm really proud of. Um, I, I won Best Young Dentist uh, in, in 2017. I was a winner of the uh, restorative category in the Aesthetic Dentistry Awards in 2019. Um, there's lots of things that I've, I've, I've been able to achieve that, honestly, I didn't really know were possible. And I was ultimately massively humbled that I could achieve anyway. Um, I, I didn't anticipate or expect that I would achieve those things. Um, but that, long and behold, here we are. That's quite cool. I, I didn't even realise there were so many potential awards you could, you could get through uh, dentistry. Yeah, no, there's... It's, there's, there's, there's lots. I mean, uh, awards are, are, are fantastic and they're, they're a, a great positive um, approach to how you can um, how you can demonstrate your ability and your technique or whatever. I mean, if you've got loads of awards, it doesn't make you necessarily a great dentist. I mean, that's just putting it into context, obviously. No, yeah. um, but they are a great way that is a peer-reviewed, by the way. So it's not just some randoms that are choosing. It's dentists or qualified dentists, dental care professional practice owners that will put you forward for these things. So, you know, it's um, it is a huge it is a huge honor to have been um, involved, shortlisted. Now I'm even judging some of the awards that exist within the UK and abroad, actually, um, which is, again, a huge honor. Yeah, huge honor. And on the flip side of this, though, what would be some less favorable aspects of this industry? I mean, you know, I think I touched on them in one of the previous points about, you know, the, the intensity of what we're doing is, is, really, is really, really high. You know, if someone's coming to you, you know, and this is just, and I don't mean this in an insincere way at all, but dentistry is, is, is born and bred out of the fact that, um, um, you know, cavities in themselves are preventable. You know, if you don't brush your teeth properly, you'll get problems. If you have too many sweets or too many fizzy drinks, you'll get problems. So in a sense, a lot of what we do is a preventable manner, which, by the way, makes a big part of how I try and treat patients. I'd always try and prevent before just jumping in with the drill. <laughs> I try, I'm not a lazy dentist, but I want to try and stop um, drilling into teeth because as soon as you intervene, you're on a lifelong cycle for intervention. You know, mm. um, So, so I, I don't know. I think when people come to you with an issue, it's very, very easy to make easy to make that your problem. And actually, it's not your problem. You're just trying to be the solution. And that dynamic is something that perhaps people outside of the dental sector, perhaps people tuning into this podcast, may not understand. That dynamic is, is very, very intense because you want to help. It might not go so well. And all of a sudden, you will be potentially held accountable. Um, Whereas actually I wasn't there when you were eating Skittles every day, every night for the last six months, you know what I mean? <laughs> um, and yet it, it becomes, it becomes our, our concern, our primary concern. So it's, it's a, it's a difficult one. I mean, the, the element of, of, of dealing with, with, with uh, high expectations when you're doing more aesthetic based treatments, people have a very high expectation. They want their smile to look like X, Y, Z, um, you know, 
you are dealing with the front of the mouth, you're dealing with people's smiles. That is a happy emotion. If that's compromised because of you, that is a whole load of pressure, you know? Um, so, yeah, I mean, it, it's, it's extremely, it's extremely challenging. But you know what? My father always, if it's not challenging, it's not rewarding, isn't it? Um, so I, 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 I embrace the challenge. I'm, I'm, I'm confident enough to say it doesn't go right all the time. In fact, uh, very rare does it go 100% correctly. Mm. But if there was something that you grew from or learned from and the patient was understanding or, or they, they thought it was great or whatever, you're always growing as a person and, and as a clinician. So they're really important features, but high pressure. Mm. So at this point, we usually like to talk about uh, salary expectations. So we go away, look for some average data and then see if you agree yeah. with it. So yeah. the average income for a starting dentist looked to be around £30,000. Um, yeah, and that's then correct. Obviously, with experience, it can go up from there. And then, you know, you've got things like starting your own practices. And it's really up to you how much you earn from then on, right? Yeah, yeah, that's correct. Yeah. And uh, for you, is there something that is not in the job description that you never expected uh, to be doing um, now you're in this industry? Um, I never expected to be doing the amount of admin that I do on a daily <laughs> basis. Um, you know, I, we, 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 we kicked this call off at 6.17 after me being two minutes late. By the way, I was two minutes late, guys. Because <laughs> um, <laughs> I was doing admin. It's because I was doing admin. <laughs> um, um, but no, I mean, the, the amount of documentation that is that is is required is exceedingly high i mean um as an example i was treating a patient for two hours just now um so they were in for a two-hour appointment i was i was i was writing up their notes documenting the photos sending any um, prescriptions to any dental laboratories and emailing any copies of any photos to the laboratories which then took me another an hour and 10 minutes. Mm. So, so if you work out in terms of hours spent doing what you do compared to hours documenting, actually it's not, it's not a million miles off being like 40%. So actually your inverted commas activity, if you can call it that, is hugely reduced because of the fact that, well, you know, we're having to document to such a high standard. So, um, not everyone does that, by the way. Um, not everyone documents the same standard, but I strive for, you know, gold standards in everything I try and do. So um, the practice I work at, LCID, which is Wimpole Street, they have extremely high standards, and I will always try my best to document to those high standards. And uh, would you still go into this industry knowing everything you know now? Absolutely. I think it's an incredible industry to be part of. Um, only do we have to look at the last year to see how many industries have been adversely affected. And whilst the industry absolutely has been affected as well, um, it is always a job that will remain. And it's such, it, I mean, the, the, the stress and the, 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 the long nights and the, the treatment planning and the writing the letters to patients and explaining what needs to be done, all of the, the rigor that goes into what you do is so rewarding when you achieve an outcome and that patient's like, I won't go anywhere else in my life you know mm. things like those those comments they're not empty comments and they're actually quite heartwarming and this and again i mean maybe other people think of it differently i mean i have no ego attached to it i don't think they're coming to see me i just think they've had a great experience and i'm really delighted that i was able to help them along that journey you know as opposed to being like oh look at me i'm, I'm not that way inclined at all so 
Well, thank you so much for your time, Shiraz. You've um, it's been really interesting, and you seem like it's such a super positive guy as well. Thanks, Shams, and I, I really appreciate you guys, um, you know, finding me out and, and inviting me to your podcast. I wish you all the success with it, and you know, I hope we get to do some. We'll actually see each other in the future someday. Yes, Absolutely. that'd be really cool. Yeah. Uh, where can people find you, your dentistry, and uh, your breaking? Yeah, yeah, cool. So, um, multiple platforms. So, uh, if you want to check me out on Instagram. For, for, for me in my life, it's at Shiraz Carnage, S-H-I-R-A-Z-K-H-A-M-A-G-E. If you want to see teeth, <laughs> you can type at Dr. Shiraz Khan. Um, I've got my own website if, uh, for, for patients who, who want to see the sort of work I do, which is www.drshirazkhan.com. Um, and all my breaking and all that is on all the social media outlets anyway. So, yeah, thank you so much for, for your time. And and keep doing what you're doing, guys. I think it's a great initiative and uh, hopefully we'll get lots of prosperity from it. Thank you. Thanks, appreciate it. Brilliant.